Welcome everyone to the third episode of Eater's Digest, a sub-episode category of the Beans and Rice podcast. This is your boy, Hoss. And this is Host A. Again, this is Eater's Digest, where we just basically talk about a subject. And today, we're going to be talking about juvenile deceptions. So, when I mean juvenile deceptions as kids, we're impressionable, we're malleable, we see things, we kind of believe them for face value. Um, and that's kind of what we're going to discuss. What perceptions or understanding or knowledge did we have of something as a kid that ended up being completely wrong, uh, misinformed, misguided? You know, we were deceived as children because children have active imaginations and they'll believe a lot of what you tell them. So we're going to share with you guys some of the deceptions we experience as children. And then through our raising, our upbringing, we realized that was false. What the hell? Some of those lies your parents told you. You know, the boogeyman. Yeah, some Heaven. Good, yeah. Or freaking uh, some bishop flying from uh, Jupiter. Will it be on there? Who knows? But let us know your, uh, you know, deceiving thoughts when you were a kid. Do you want to go ahead and start with yours? Okay, I'm going to go with, um, with mine. Uh, obviously... I talk about growing up in Mexico a lot, but my grandma is always telling you all these grandma fairy tales. Oh, don't do this. Don't do that. You know, but she would always tell me uh, over there. They're all about eating all the time in Mexico and your last, uh, your last food or whatever uh, breakfast or whatever you're having, you are not allowed to shower until, you know, if right after you get, you get done eating, you can't shower at all. So whether it's breakfast or, you know, supper or whatever, whatever thing you ate, you you can't shower. So if, if, if I'm eating in the morning, now I can't shower to go to school. I just got to, I stink. You know what I mean? So the theory was if you, if you shower after a meal, your mouth is going to go crooked. You're going to look like Scream. You're going to look like Jigsaw. You're going to look like, uh, I don't know, the guy with a... Uh, the mummy, you know, when he comes out of the that scream, you know, my my grandmother's telling me, oh, you can't shower. No, you can't shower. Grandma, I smell like a bonfire. You look like a fucking pelican. You're going to look like a pelican. You know? Yeah. She's like, do you want a crooked mouth? Huh? Do you want a crooked mouth? Or are you going to shower? Do you really want your so mouth to be crooked? Did you find out why? Like, let's, How are you going to eat? That's a weird one. Because usually when parents tell kids something, there's a purpose behind it, right? Like, No, I... I think now thinking back, maybe they just wanted to save water, dude. <laughs> you but know? you had a shower anyways. Why would that make a difference after lo- or well, after eating? I don't know. I guess maybe you're full and, you know, the water maybe shocks your system. I don't know, dude. But I literally didn't. Uh, I literally held that in my mind till I was like maybe like, you know, like 15, 18 years old. That's how long I wouldn't shower uh, after I got done eating. Like I just couldn't. I was scared, you know. And then one day I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. If my mouth goes crooked, I just have to test. I hypothesized. I got to test science. I got to do it for all the other Mexicans that aren't showering over in the motherland. I ate probably a couple of $6 burgers, bunch of fries, took a fucking shower, ran to the mirror. <laughs> my mouth on it. still normal. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Grandma. You would eat waffle crisp in the morning and go to school and smell like Tijuana. Dude, that sucks, man. Yeah. So How I dare st- they lie to you about I, that? I stunk my whole childhood, dude. Thanks a lot, Grandma. 
Dude, I have a lot of beef with Disney, right? Like, I love Disney. I grew up on the Disney movies. But the animation is beautiful. It's meant to capture the the imaginations of children and adults alike. And the notorious Winnie the Pooh was one I always enjoyed. I loved watching Winnie the Pooh. And one thing I always loved was seeing him eat honey, right? You see, it's rich in color, right? It's this golden yellow. It's shiny. He picks it up. and It's it like, dripping. It, it looks yeah, so it's good. Drip. It, it's it's like drip. It, oh, man. You, the texture even looks almost velvety, right? With the animation, it looks velvety. Just it nice like glows almost, you know? And he like... eats it, and he's like so happy. It's like the only thing he cares about, right? He's a bear. He's supposed to like it. And I'm thinking, shit, honey must be that amazing. And you can get it in a big bucket. Yeah, like this bucket. You just have this like little this ladle giant, spoon that just drips. Yeah. And we didn't actually have a ton of honey because my parents really didn't eat honey much. Uh, I carry honey around now just because I, lo- I don't carry it with me. Sorry. I buy it. So I have it in, in the pantry. <laughs> so when I cook right stuff. <laughs> but, you know, so as a kid, I want to say I was probably maybe like eight years old. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try some of this honey and see if it makes me feel elated like it does Winnie the Pooh. And, and I went ahead and tried it. I'm like, it was almost like a big bite because it's like a, what would be a good description? It's a very powerful taste. Like it, it literally takes over your, your, your taste buds. Like it's very powerful. And I'm like, this doesn't taste anything like the, the show describes or even makes it How can it he look even like. swallow this? Yeah. Like, you know, I he put, only I... eats honey in handfuls and yeah. I only put like a, not even a teaspoon in and I'm sitting there. And it's coating my tongue. Uh, it's like almost... You're choking near... It's so strong. It's almost yeah. like spicy. But not like spicy where makes you cry. But it's like it overwhelms your senses. Uh, I'm like, this isn't nearly as good. Not even remotely as good. So I had... I, I was kind of pissed actually as a kid. I'm like... You think you're drowning. No, I it's actually just hate, that honey stuck it, in your esophagus. It made me hate honey for several years because it wasn't nearly as good as what they told me. Well... As in, I thought it would be based on... You thought a tiger was going to come hang out with you. Maybe you get a couple pigs. Yeah. Nothing. So that that was one of my biggest gripes. <sighs> I turned into Eeyore, dude. But let's see. One that maybe it's pretty common with... Uh, other, I think maybe this one's like common worldwide. Whatever they have, like watermelons. Don't eat the seeds, you know? You can't eat the seeds. You got to spit them out. You're going to get watermelons that are going to grow in your stomach. The, or... If you don't trust me, eat a couple. You won't be able to poop tomorrow. Watch what's going to happen. And I'd go in a shock. Next day I can't poop. You know, because I don't want to poop. Because I don't want to see that a watermelon is going to come out of my freaking butthole. So, yeah, I'd eat one and I'd get freaked out, you know. <laughs> like, it's like I swallowed a uh, watermelon seed, you know, an accident. Now I'm just like, oh, man. Now I can't even go to bed because I'm thinking this plant's growing in my stomach. I'm sweating. You know what I mean? having nightmares but and that's funny because it's an environmental nightmare for the cd even attempt to grow in your stomach it has absolutely zero of the things it needs huh. like water soil with good nutrients and nitrogen sunlight none of those things God. are in there but as a kid you don't know that you're not a botanist yeah. as a child yeah did you just believe it you know and then i don't know if your parents ever did that but you know you'd get like a an uncle you get somebody's got a big belly you know he's like look i got one right here and you look at that gut, and then you look at your little stomach. I'm like, dude, I don't want that gut, you know? Because <laughs> it's like that uncle that's like, it's not even like like a normal, like you got like, you know, like belly fat. It's like the one that's like the alcoholic one, you know, where it's just like, it's, it's like hard. It's like one app. It's just bloated, you know? Yeah. And he's like the one that's like, dude, I, I did it. 
No, I got a cup of water. You want to touch my watermelon? My dad has that. It's like the the super hard blow. He doesn't even drink. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, right. It's just like yeah. hard. Like you can yeah. even punch it. And it's like, dude, it's like one ab. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it it's has not, no separation. Yeah, yet. it's not going to be like mushy. You know, like no. look me. It's like yeah. a little mushy. Look, mine's very soft. Dull, I, I'm definitely mine's yeah, pudgy. Yeah, very dull, but you punch one of those, dude. It's got one of those strong guts. It's, it's funny you mentioned the the seeds because I thought the same thing too. But the other one was, uh, in a different aspect, was gum. There was like I never swallowed gum. And one day I was playing basketball and I had gum. I thought it was going to be cool like Michael Jordan because he would chew gum when he played. And all of a sudden I accidentally swallowed it. And I'm thinking, this is going to stick to my intestine. Because I'd just like gone through anatomy and stuff. I think I was like fourth or fifth grade. Like, I'm, it's, this is going to block me. I'm going to have to. Like you're, you just like freak out. I instantly had to think like, I'm going to need surgery for this. They're going to have to go in and literally take it out of my body. I thought that. So. Like, I didn't want to freak out, so I kept playing basketball, but it's on my mind, right? And I ended up going home and, like, telling my mom, hey, I think I need to go to the hospital. It's like, what for? And then I told her, it's like, don't have to go. Like, she dismissed it, and then my feelings were hurt, because I'm like, she doesn't even trust me, right? But then, yeah, obviously, she's nothing not happened. believe me that I'm telling the truth, even <laughs> though she put that panic in you. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, this idiot believed me. <laughs> but they never right? tell you JK, right? Yeah. It wasn't a LOL JK. It was just a, this is what's going to happen. And they You're say done. it with a serious face, uh, and they turn around and continue making a nice home-cooked meal. You'll die in 48 hours. And then they're wondering why you're not eating. Yeah. Uh, dude, I just swallowed some gum, mom. ¿Qué te pasa? ¿No te gusta? Like, you don't like it? Uh, you don't like my food? Well, you can go to bed hungry. Uh, like, well, that's the last of my worries, because I'm going to wake <laughs> up, and fucking Johnny Appleseed is going to be sprouting from my <laughs> belly button. Just I'm not going to be able to poop anymore, dude. <laughs> uh... God. Dude, I, I loved obviously video games and things like that, uh, and some cartoons. And like quicksand was something I was always afraid of. Like I thought quicksand was going to be a true problem as an adult in my lifetime. I thought quicksand was going to be a constant thing that a I'd come across. Battle. Like, like <laughs> twice a week, I'd be like, "Oh, there's quicksand. I can't go over there." So you like, can't even <laughs> go out in the park anymore, dude. This yeah, guy's for, scared of the sandbox. Dude, like six months, like as an idiot, as a six-year-old, I'd like. See something that, like, if the ground looked even different than the surrounding ground, I'd now suspect. So I'd like throw rocks and shit in it, <laughs> and then I'd like crawl next to it as close as possible and like push my hand to see. And my dumbass, like, oh man, I couldn't believe looking back how stupid I was thinking quicksand is going to be a big issue. Oh, dude, that's how stupid I was, right? Like, that's how active my my imagination was. So active, I was an idiot. <laughs> it was so active i was stupid god dude what was it jumanji or where did you watch the first that was one of to... them i can't remember even all like just a lot it of it was shows, pretty like, scary i remember like looney tunes they would have like quicksand everybody there. always like, dies with quicksand like with like wally coyote it's like everybody's and... like drowning what what are the did the mummy have quick mummy yeah had the quicksand. mummy had yeah. quicksand dude so there's that like there's the, the cartoons and even like the realistic looking shows would have them and then some of the video games I would play would have quicksand. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, like, I have to worry about You can see your character barely making Yeah, and you have to, like, you keep can barely jump and, like, per- like yeah. jump and not get stuck. Like, oh, come on. Jump, jump, jump. Yeah. Well, for me, another one, and this one, uh, it's also fake propaganda that they put in the, uh, you know, out in the cartoons or whatever, Disney or whatever books. But it was bringing an apple to your teacher. Yeah, that's not even a thing. Right? Not even a thing. Come on, dude. You always see this guy. He's so happy. Oh, my teacher's going to be nice to me. I'm going to put my teachers, you know, the coolest teachers got 10 apples. You know, that's how you know how your teacher's the best one. 
So I come to America, you know, I'm like, oh, dude, I bet you the kids are going to bring apples and stuff like that. I didn't bring an apple, you know, but I was excited. I was like, well, let's see if, uh, you know, kids bring apples to, to class here in America. Nope, no apples. Where, how did that even become a thing? Where is that even from? You're going to bring, if I was a teacher and I got like 20, imagine being a teacher. And if that was true, you get like 12 apples a day, every single day. What the hell are you going to do with all those apples? You know, they could have reversed a lot of this fucking greenhouse effect stuff. They could have gone and planted these apple seeds and had more trees, which cleans the air a bit. Then more kids are giving you apples. Pain my... Dude, just imagine Jose that he just got done eating. He didn't even shower. He's going to bring me a grimy ass Mexican apple, dude. <laughs> you know, it's like it's lathered, it's lathered in lard and he sets it on my desk, dude. I think bunch of e coli on it he's got his handprints then you got the kid that's always picking his nose he's got one of his boogers on there dude imagine being a teacher and having to act like you care about their drawings Ooh, like you brought me an apple like oh is that a rainbow it's not even a rainbow it's just a glob of like four different colors it's not it's just scribbles it's the best actors dude in the world teachers it, it's like an 87 year old with the worst case of parkinson signing over his power of attorney to his son or his daughter and that's what it looks like but in crayon I'm like oh this is a beautiful fucking rainbow sally she tells you something different oh this is a beautiful rainbow and you're like what do you mean it's a chameleon yeah like look at my tiger oh th- that's phenomenal it doesn't even look like a tiger it looks like a house they don't even they can't even draw they don't like, even circles. know what things are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, pa- like props to sure? teachers, man. Props to teachers, because I don't know if I could. Yeah, give them some apples. Now, you know, fuck, give them something. Throw them maybe an orange. I don't even know. Don't take them. Switch anything. it up. Yeah, get them some chocolate. Get them something covered, dude. Yeah, and, and and of all apples, I actually I'm a huge fanatic of apples. Apples God. are are one of my favorite fruits, if not my favorite, because they're so accessible. In your hand, you bite into them, right? You don't have to. You don't have to peel them. I actually always hated kids that had to peel their apples. I don't need to peel any apples. Like, <laughs> my parents have money. That's what I would see, right? I'm like, I was poor. My parents are going to peel apples. In fact, the skin had a lot more nutrients in it anyways. But I would just bite the apple. Even adults that have to, unless you have teeth problems and like hypersensitive teeth that you can't just bite into an apple without your teeth falling off or dentures, just bite into the apple. You don't need them in slices, right? God. So adults that slice them up and put them in a, in a plastic bag, shame on you. I don't even waste a plastic bag. Just, I'm, I'm more economical because I just bring the apple with me and I eat it. Just think about it this way. If you're thinking about giving your professor uh, an apple, imagine going trick-or-treating. Somebody throws an apple in your bag. How would you feel? Pissed. Yeah, that's your teacher. Yeah, but even just, they always show the red delicious apple the too, red right? One, like, yeah. what, there's Braeburns. Throw me a Granny Smith, There's Pink dude. Ladies. Throw me a freaking... There's Fuji apples. God, macintosh dude there's so many different apples out there and everybody the golden delicious and everybody's just giving out the the fucking red delicious the only person that was true about their apple was that uh what is it the blair witch project with snow white that gave him that freaking that real apple she was probably a teacher that the witch she was probably a teacher got tired you know what these seven dwarfs when they were kids you see how old she is yeah these seven dwarfs are bringing her an apple every single goddamn day that's seven apples plus whatever other students and you you saw some of these uh elves okay you got that that guy that's always on he you know 
he, opioids. He should have been on. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. drugged out. You got that grumpy, you know, you got the aggressive one that needs therapy. <laughs> and they're all giving you apples. Yeah, no, look at her, dude. No wonder she tried to kill Snow White. Dude, yeah. I don't blame her. I would Possibly try to kill her too. Idiots there, but unbelievable. Jeez. I don't think I was lied to with this. I just don't feel like they fully told us the truth or the statistics, right? Everyone always talks about statistics and the reality of things, but I feel like every time we were in school, every week they would plan a fire escape, right? Make sure you go home and talk to your parents about escaping fires. Like, there should be a ladder. There should be a rope ladder that you go through. Like, And all this, like, preparation, which it's valid. I think it's good to be prepped for emergencies, but the thing is you need to tell kids emergencies don't always happen. It's just in the event it happens. I lost countless nights of sleep thinking of what if there's a fire? So I'd stay awake just so that I could alert my family, right? Because, you got it you gotta planned out on your journey. Yeah, and they're like, make sure you always switch out your batteries for your smoke detectors because that's important. And that's like something I would always pay. And again, it is important to make sure that it's going on. But I stressed way too much over fire. So I'm thinking, we're gonna our house is gonna burn. Every night I go to bed thinking, what if there's a fire tonight? Am I going to live? Am I going to take any of my stuff with me? I worried about that as a kid. Were you like Bertha? Remember her? I don't know who's Bertha. From the first episode that I told you she was this, the lady, the girl that I ran over with my bike. Oh, yeah. And she was scared of fire alarms when they would go <laughs> oh, off. <yeah. laughs> she would cry. <laughs> she probably I, had the same fear, dude. Maybe, but hers sounds like more extreme, to be honest. Mine was just more like, I, I want to make sure I'm ready to just get going, but... But every every boy, I think, has this, like, fantasy, too. Like, some kid, like, comes in and tries to, like, commit a crime and you're the hero. That you want to save someone. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like, dude, I got everything ready. I, I'm ready for this. Yeah. Dude, like you're yeah, prepped to, like, fight him. Or, like, take yeah. him down, remove the weapon or I'm from looking, his it's like, oh, I'm going to put the desk right here. I'm going to, I'll hold it. I'll throw a textbook. You know, you guys can escape through the window or something like that. Yeah. And then you, like, walk out and then the cops put that blanket on you and the news reporters come tell you, like... How are you here? I just did what was right. Uh, I just did what I was right. I followed the instructions. They gave us a manual, and I followed the plans perfectly, yeah, and, and just, I was very precise with and them. And I'm better than everyone at the school. That's exactly why I was the hero. I'm better I'm a, than everyone. I'm an ELP, accelerated, <laughs> accelerated Learning Program, dude. I, I moved up from that ESL, the English yeah, Second Language Program. Exactly. I'm on that ELP, baby. I changed my acronyms up. What's up? With statistics for me, and this one was probably one of my... I don't know, this one was scarier than taking uh taking a shower after I ate was uh everyone dying from STDs. <laughs> Cause I remember it's like you know, you go into like junior high, I don't even know what grade it is, honestly, but it's like once you're hitting puberty and like your parents have to sign this permission slip, you know, because you're gonna see a vagina. You're gonna see a penis tomorrow. Yeah. And your teacher's very serious, you know what I mean? So you go take it to your parents. Your parents don't even look. They don't care. They got a 9 to 5. They just sign it. Next thing I know, dude, I'm looking at Freddy Krueger's penis <laughs> next day, dude. Yeah, they picked a- absolutely the worst aesthetic pictures to show you. Like, they're not, which I guess is the idea. You don't want a bunch of Dude, I thought, I thought I was looking at a, a fruit gusher. Herpes. <laughs> what is it, dude? What are you showing me? Oh, I thought it was Leatherface. It was somebody, some guy was 69 in your girl. Now he's got... I don't know, some messed up Leatherface looking face. Hep C. <laughs> you know? She's got something. Somebody's, you know, I thought, it was, I thought it was some monkey. Somebody's anus collapsed. 
You what? thought you thought you were looking at some blackberry bushes? No, dingleberries. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, <laughs> so I was like, dude, I was like, I'm never gonna have sex. You know, I was like, dude, I'm never gonna have any sort of sex. You know, so that thing like scared me almost. You know what I mean? But then it's like, yeah, I, that's like the biggest. You know, I I'd always like make sure I'm checking like. Dude, I, not, next thing I know, you know, I go take a shit you at school. Um, I, I got to check my ass, you know. I got to bend over, check my ass on the mirror, see if I got any any sort of uh, that Freddy Krueger skin disease. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're looking I'm at checking the, all over, the pictures. Dude. You're thinking you're looking at a nice beach with like a full of the Pokemon Parasect. Next thing you know, actually, crabs. Exactly. It looks like the asteroid belt down there, dude. What's Orion's going on, belt. Dude? Yeah, dude. It's freaking lunar freaking... Just a bunch of dents everywhere, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah, screw that, dude. I don't know. It's like, SCDs still scare me. I'm not going to lie. Some people are so gross. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, come on, don't. I think you can educate. I guess maybe I'm not sure if that education works, but maybe it does for a little bit. But then once you realize, like, oh, yeah, if, you know. Well, they would always say, even if you wear a condom, you know, you're still going to get this, 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 and that. You know what I mean? Then I'm like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you know um i'll bring this up just because it's kind of a funny thought process for me so you remember the dare the what is it drug abuse yeah. resistance education which wasn't helpful D-A-R-E. at all yeah I it know. would bring a fake cop yeah, sometimes a rent-a-cop is what yeah. they would bring it was a mall cop dude it's yeah like, it was the on. walmart security who happened to just be off that morning it would just come in God. but if you really so back to kids and how impressionable they are if you get them early enough like kindergarten or first grade most it wouldn't be 100 percent foolproof but i feel like you'd have anywhere from like 70 to 90 percent success is you can traumatize them into not doing drugs like if you really thought about it and it goes to the idea of like is it valuable enough to traumatize a kid so bad to avoid these dangerous decisions because you can argue some drugs are worse than others because that's clearly true but i was watching drugs incorporated <laughs> in national geographic and there's this new one that's spreading from Europe called Crocodile. It, that's oh, I saw awful. that one was crazy, it's like, dude. You think hero- heroin's one of the worst drugs? It's arguably twice to three times worse than heroin. Like, it's, it's just look it up. It's crazy. But you know, you, could you argue that traumatizing a kid so bad that they you don't have to worry about them touching it? Is it worth that value? Because you could just have a cop come in and keep in mind, kids are startled easily, right? So you would just basically need a bunch of loud noises and overwhelm their senses to the point where it mentally breaks them so that it's subconsciously the rest of their life. They never want to touch drugs. So the cop could like a real cop could come in with like guns and maybe like five German shepherds that will bark and like bite on command, but not really bite the kid, just like lunge at them. And then they hold it back a little thing, you know, don't do drugs, kids, and just start shooting off their guns. And the dogs like act like they're going to attack the kids. And obviously the kids are just going to be like, and then just regardless of the amount of years of therapy, very few kids would ever bounce back from that. But the likelihood of them touching drugs is very, very low. Yeah, it's like all these... We should try it. All these boomers are saying, oh, you guys are soft. <laughs> Your generation is soft. Dude, you guys traumatized us. Now we need fucking therapy because <laughs> yeah. you're rolling out these fucking trials out on school. But don't you think that would work? Children. Don't you think that would yeah, work? it would work. Yeah. But then, you know... You got that PTSD, dude. We should discuss the value of that, though. Like, is that valuable enough? Because we see that drugs, that certain very, very specific drugs, definitely tear apart um, families. And you know what I mean? I thought I was here to get enlightened, not to look at Freddy Krueger's dick, dude. That's why. (laughs) I just, I don't know why I thought that, but 
I thought of that in, in high school when I was taking a psychology class. And I'm not a psychology expert at all. In fact, it was a, not a very good class. I just thought of how you could truly just manipulate Get a child. Get in somebody's said. Way. I mean, that's yeah. what we're talking about with all of these ones. It's just... Your, your parents or somebody trying to just get in your head so you don't do something or you believe something. Yeah, this one was me being a teen, still stupid, like, when the internet was coming out, right? Because the internet didn't rise to prominence until, like, late 90s, early 2000s. And then I heard the term the dark web, like, and I thought that was, like, a separate internet that also had, like, a physical hub, like a dungeon or a dark alleyway. It's for minorities. Yeah, like, just this, this terrible municipal housing where no one wants to go. Um, and then anyone that accesses the dark web is in, like, this completely blacklit room, and they're just on their computer screen. Because that's all the pictures they'd always you show you. Carmen like, San Diego in there. Yeah. Mavis Beacon's hiding And it's nothing more different than me just accessing the internet, but just doing illegal shit on it, right? But to me, there was a physical representation of the dark web that truly existed. Oh, in that the still world. scares me right now. Like, but... Yeah, if you think of like the human trafficking and all that well, stuff. Well, sometimes that goes I'm like, on. I want to Google how to get on the dark web, and I Googled it for a little bit, and then I yeah. erased everything. Yeah, because I was then like, you got the like, FBI's going they're to. They're watching you. Yeah. Yeah, that shit scares me. I'm going to get a virus That's in the computer. That's one thing or I don't like about. Like, I love the internet because it's an incredible source of information that you can just access. But also, how ignorant, you know, compared to like the, the people that are on the dark web, they're yeah. so much smarter than us on the. Uh, but on the internet because dude. they know codes like anyone who understands coding and binary cons like i should get into it because it's so powerful like they can just get take whatever they the, want you want to be my dark magician huh that Yu Gi Oh, you know huh? what i mean the take Pharaoh. me to the dark web baby <laughs> <laughs> let's just hope they don't have a blue eyes white dragon on the other side dude i don't know i'm still scared that's like one thing that i'll think about it's like i watched i think it was on history channel too they're talking about the dark web yeah and uh yeah, it's like some kids, you know, in high school, uh, they like got on the dark web, and then like the next thing you know, it's like they started getting like notes from people that trace them and stuff like that, or are trying to like, uh, what's the thing where they like extortion, like, like extorting them? It's like, hey, I know your parents, blah blah blah. I know all of this. Yeah, you know, you need to give give me money. I was like, oh, dude, I like looked, and then I started YouTubing videos. I'm like, dude, I'm so scared of the dark web, dude. So that's a big. Obstacle. Yeah, there's some kids that just are so. I'm weird about shit like that. Like, I've always thought about, um, like, I don't want to hack computers, but the idea of understanding how to hack them also helps you prevent from being hacked. Yeah. But if I feel like if I type that into my laptop or into my phone, then the FBI is going to be like, this guy oh, wants yeah. to hack, when in reality, I just want to know how it's done so that I know how to also prevent it. Hey, let me but, see your phone. You look on Google, how to hack yeah. a computer your first So thing. then I also think of, like, how can I get around this? Okay, there are still some physical libraries and I can take out a, a library card, but I can't use my information because that'll still trace back to me. So I have to like create this alternate identity so that I can literally borrow a book physically so I can read it so that the FBI can't physically track me. And then I'll be in a room where all the electronics are shut off. I just have a lamp that's not even connected to the internet. And the Google Assistant is also not around so it can't pick up like what I'm doing or saying. Like all this weird shit, like very paranoid. New God, World dude, Order shit, you know what I mean? I don't like the dark web, dude, but... <laughs> Here's another thing that happens in the dark is uh, it gets really cold when it's dark, you know. So it's temperature drops, starts to get a little, uh, you know, a little sub-zero sometimes, especially here in Utah. And it's starting to get cold as we speak. But another Mexican myth is um, you'll get a cold if you step on a cold floor. 
So if you just have like no socks and you touch anything cold, you're guaranteed you're getting sick. So they always say, oh, well, you can't go from, you know, if you just took your shoes off and you stepped straight on the ground, you're getting the flu. You're getting a cold. That was so I could never do that, you know, when I was a kid. And then now, now I get those hot feet. You know what I mean? I get those freaking hot and spicy, dude. And uh, uh, it just like feels so good now when I take my shoes off and I like step on tile. Best feeling. Not once have I uh, gone the flu or caught a cold or anything <laughs> just like that. Just stepping on it, yeah. Yeah, but that's like the thing, you know. Back then, we didn't have we didn't have the lava floors. You know that game where you ah, you can't step. No, it was like in Mexico. It's the opposite. You can't step because it's cold. You know, and then your mom's looking at you like, you're gonna step. Huh? Put your shoe on. Yeah, that's like the th- even now they'd say like, oh, if you have wet clothes, you're gonna catch a cold, and that's obviously a myth, right? It is I'll, a myth, right? Yeah, or it is a myth. Okay, but the say. thing is this, though. I think I'm pretty sure I'll have to... Maybe we'll discuss it, right? Again, we, we sometimes talk about subject. I'm actually just going to dive in and, and bet my chips on it. If you have wet clothes and you're outside, water draws heat from your body fast, right? It right. saps your energy. So you can easily get hypothermia. But let's say you don't get hypothermia, but you're cold. Your body, I'm pretty sure when it's at a lower temperature, even not to the point of hypothermia, you're more susceptible to getting sick because your immune 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 system drops yeah so you could catch a cold you're more easily prone but you don't get sick just because your clothes are wet does that make sense yeah you're just more susceptible it doesn't mean you will get it and it doesn't mean because you were cold you got it you were probably going to get it anyways it just made it that much easier to get and that's the worst you know when they tell you that and you do it and then it actually happens yeah because like see i tell you now because i used to have an afro as a 16 year old and I had it for a year and a half, and I'd get my hair braided. But, you know, a year and a half, we're in Utah. I went through two winters, right? And having hair, if I stretched it, it was literally 10 inches long. Like, So there's a lot of hair. I'd shower in the mornings before I go to school, and I'd leave the house, and I'd have, like, the product in it, like the mousse and stuff. But it was still wet and kind of damp, and it would make my head really, really cold. And my mom was like, you're going to get sick. And, I mean, I inevitably got sick every winter, but, I mean, that's just historically what I do. Short hair or not. But I remember how many freezing cold winters I'd go out into my car warming it up and my uh, head would be cold. And I'd be like, I should just wear a beanie, but I don't want to wear a beanie because it'll ruin my hair. You know what I mean? God, I don't want it ruining up my fro, but good times. See, those, those juvenile deceptions where as kids we thought one thing. Hell, even as teenagers we thought one thing, but it wasn't completely correct. My, my last one that I have is... Um... And this one was really weird. It's another uh, Mexican medicine. Um, my grandma, Vicks. That's a universal Latino medicine. Vicks fixes almost everything. Oh, this one was even weirder than Vicks, dude. So, like, if you had a... Now it's an ear infection. That's what it's called, right? Your yeah. ear hurts. More than likely, you got an ear infection. Yeah. So, my if my ear would hurt, my grandma would get an egg. And she would just rub the egg all over my ear for, like, two minutes. Okay, and then she would get a giant... Is this like a hard-boiled egg? <laughs> no, just a regular egg. Room temperature or right out of the fridge? Well, just any, any would work. Okay. You know, just grab it or whatever. Rubs the egg on my ear for like two minutes. Then she gets a big cup of water. Fills it up with water. And she drops a, the egg in there. <laughs> okay? She drops the egg <laughs> into, the, <laughs> into the glass of water. Okay? If uh, there's like little bubbles... <laughs> 
<laughs> if there's little bubbles in there, that means you have air in your ear and that's why your ear hurts. So you have to go through a couple of eggs, okay? And keep doing it till it, it sucks all the oxygen out of your it drains all of the oxygen. Dude, your grandma was the Mexican shaman. <laughs> out of your ear. Dude, I already went through 36 eggs. Dude, my ear still hurts. You could have just taken me to the fucking doctor at this point. Now we go without food. You could have made 10 batches of nice creme brulee with all those uh, eggs. Yeah, just stare there inside a fucking cup. Or a nice souffle. Have you ever made a souffle? I don't even know what that is, dude. Sounds like suffering. Souffles are so good, man. I mean, it is French, so nice, oh, nice job on that. But, but yeah, they freaking. Dude, speaking of ear infections, my my mom Ooh. would always do this. Thing. She'd make she. I put my head in her lap, so obviously the ear that was hurting would be up. And she's like, "Oh, you have an ear infection," and she would pour like I don't even know the oil. I'm gonna have to ask her now, so I can tell everyone the the audience. But she put a specific oil, like a warm oil, and I realized it actually was beneficial because. Maybe it tea was, tree it oil, was, something. Yeah, like antibacterial and 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 fungal. So it actually killed whatever infection there was, and it would work. Because I remember going to sleep, but I hated the feeling because it's like you would be really scared. Out, she yeah. had to hold you down. You're like, yeah, <laughs> and and the sensation was terrible because yeah. it would just like drip through your ear canal. Yeah. And, uh, but now as an adult, I just take like a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug, like a Tylenol or something, to help with it. But it was crazy to think that that actually worked. So I'm gonna have to find out what a safe that she used. God damn, dude. Whoa. Think of that, man. That Western medicine has really taken over. Oof. Yeah, dude, and they're trying all these weird now things. Now if you did that dude. on a kid, that'd be like, they'd call child services on you. Hey, what is this that your neighbor catches? What's what's she doing all rubbing eggs on this kid? You know what I mean? Yeah. God, dude. It's like, yeah, I got a bunch of eggs. Or sometimes she would eat your Your vegan a- neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she rubbing eggs in your ear, huh? To poor use of the egg. <laughs> well, was, I mean, there was also vegan therapies too. Like there was one that was like similar to to the egg, but it was this uh, plant. I don't even know what it's called. But you, she literally cut like a bunch of like little stems off the plant, stick it in my ear. A bunch of them, like what you know, I have a a bunch of stems of this plant just hanging in my ear. So I have to walk around with a bunch of plants hanging out of my ear. You know what? Um, I saw. I think it's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, one of the the protagonists gets like really injured, and he goes to, like a sensei or someone to heal him. And they have this like mortar and pestle. They just kind of crush up a bunch of herbs and spices and like leaves, and then they put it in this like wooden cup. And he lights a match, and he throws it in, and like obviously to kind of like activate the oils and stuff. And then they put the cup onto their back, so that like the heat would like help seep into. The... I want to try that. It's almost like this that acupuncture mix or, or like, stuff like that. I actually want to try acupuncture, but like just I don't know. It looks it looks relaxing. So for whatever, oh, dude, are you kidding me? You look like a porcupine. You think you look relaxing? It might hurt initially, like when they when they first stick the needle in. But I feel like it would alleviate some. I don't know. I find it looks like relaxing. So I want to try that stuff. Well, this is why I'm. I never go to the doctor. So that's most of my list. Is needles? No, I'm just saying. Just like all these. Uh, things that they tried on me that didn't work oh. <laughs> all these yeah, cause you... bad medical information now i don't even go to the doctor at all but it might work i mean you're, you're not sick you're relatively healthy uh, i've been rubbing eggs on, on my body this whole weekend dude trying to rub that corona out of me dude yeah that covid you got huevos on your but your I, ears. I can't eat god forbid somebody eats one of those eggs dude. next thing <laughs> you know they got covid because <laughs> they ate my egg that i contaminated that's that dude. deviled egg yeah <laughs> exactly dude <laughs> Yeah, but 
Again, thank you guys. This has been another episode of Eater's Digest, where the beans are seasoned and the rice is fluffy. This is Jose. And this is Jose, and you guys stay sexy. Peace.